Welcome, everybody, to Slip Angle Show. I'm Austin Cabot. And I'm Adam Jubey. And tonight, uh, we're going international once again uh, with our good buddies, James Houghton and Eric Levine. What's up, guys? How's it going? You guys uh, having fun sharing those earbuds up there up north? We're very close to each other right now. (laughs) Yeah, this is awesome. I'm already hot as hell from him. Being in full contact. Oh, dude, you guys are going to be all hot and sweaty, <laughs> rubbing shoulders. Oh, yeah. Uh, you guys like, are sharing, like you guys are sharing James. Right now, it's so tight in here. Adam knows about that. <laughs> <laughs> Two grown-ass men in an EF, you know, shoulder Man. to shoulder. I'm actually sitting on an EF right now. I'm sitting on the uh, on the ledge of mine in the shop. <laughs> um, That's awesome. So you guys are sharing, you're sharing James's earbuds right now? Yep. Yeah, it's gross. I- how James sprays cars with oil for a living? How gross are those earbuds? <laughs> They're gross. I wipe them on my side down, but I don't know. It's like is, is that yeah, earwax or is that oil? I, I can't tell. It's a combination. Uh, it's a combination just, because it's so slippery, it came off easy. <laughs> I'm just I'm just picturing it looking like the end of a grease gun, like after you attack the front end of an F three fifty or something. <laughs> just all oozy. <laughs> I should take a you you should like post a picture when you post this this uh, post this podcast. I'll take a selfie of us right now, and then it can be like us the selfie. You should do it because this one's this one's going out Except tomorrow. If you're not on the fucking right side. Do it, do it right now, man. Take take that selfie before. Uh, what do I look? Too sweaty. <laughs> Eric looks disgusted. There you go. You got the pictures, fellas. Oh, there it is. <laughs> so, so how how is the off season treating you guys so far? You had a busy uh, season. Um, real quick, how uh, what are the plans for the car and for all the other car er, cars? Eric Eric takes care of uh, for the off season. I plan on touching absolutely nothing. I plan on working my absolute hardest to change that. <laughs> no, we got we got a lot of plans on the go. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen the announcement of the new supercharger. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That, that's gonna be, uh, you know, our big thing, I guess. That's and like that's something that we've been needing for a long time. And, you know, we can't. We're trying to play this game of catch up on straights. You know, catching up in corners from you know lack of power on straights, and uh, you know the Rotrex is the Rotrex has been fantastic, but you know there's limits to certain sizes, right? So we you know we were at the limit of our size. Some of our competitors. Um, you know, let's not some of it. Will has more power than we do. There's no point in beating around the bush. We need to keep up. So this is this is really exciting for us because we know that you know this is should help us you know stay more valid. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah, and then that bigger the bigger blower just bolts basically right in place, or it's pretty similar size to the old smaller road trucks. They're saying that it's going to bolt up to the same bracket and the same piping. Wow, oh, that's right. Hopefully yeah. that is the case because that can save us a bunch of time to work on other cool stuff. But uh, we'll have to see. How uh, how is your how's your transmission going to hold up with more power? Because you you series guys seem to shred transmissions. But well, knock knock on wood, those PPG gears that we uh, that we put in seem to be holding up so far. Um, yep. So we'll we'll just keep on knocking on wood and uh, start knocking then. Yeah, I'm knocking. Okay. Did that come through the mic? I hope so. <laughs> so no, they seem to be really good. Um, John at TRE, when he built the trans, had a look at them and he and he thought that everything that uh, he saw looked, uh, you know, like they should stand some serious power. So hopefully they uh, keep holding up well. 
Only one way to find out, right? Yeah. And we have a spare gearbox now, too, that we keep in the trailer. So Eric likes changing that. So well, it, it seems it, it's super lap battle. It seemed like you guys kept uh, spare everything except for rod bearings. Yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> Once, yeah, so we didn't have a fully assembled engine. It would have been a much nicer time. Much nicer. <laughs> tell, yeah, tell us, tell us about Superlap. Yeah, super, so you guys went out there. Superlap was a bit yeah. of an endeavor for you guys. Yeah, seriously. It's, <laughs> it's always something at Superlap. It never, you know. It doesn't matter how reliable the car is being. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, roll it off the trailer. You see, he's not even getting voltage properly. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like crazy. perfect for months. Um, that place is like a serious error nemesis. It just wrecks everything um you know we've never had such a major failure like an engine ever ever and uh well that's not true you blew one up you yeah, ran that one was out self-inflicted you ran one out of gas and uh, i was like let's be light at 2015 gta <laughs> road atlanta i'm like we've got to be as light as possible get this record ran the thing out of fuel and burned the motor up. <laughs> Cracked a sleeve. Broke a sleeve. Didn't crack a sleeve. Broke a piece out of the sleeve. But anyways, yeah. that's another story. Another story. If you're going to do it, do it well. Yeah. Anyhow, he did it well this time, too. Um, <laughs> he, w- he went out, did his, uh, you know, three laps of glory, um, beat the record, and then cruised, and then beat the record again, and then... I stopped watching because I know he's coming back in. So I walk away, start working on Chris's car. And then someone's like, he's pulled over on the side of the track. I'm like, awesome. Fucking awesome. I thought for sure he blew a tranny. <laughs> you know, it's the usual. Um, so he gets towed back in. And I tell these guys, don't tell him he beat the record. I want to mess with him for you a while. You can't mess with people when their car is broke. You only mess with them when the car is together. Well, for all I know, you broke a gear or something, so I don't care about your little emotions. <laughs> so <laughs> Your little emotions. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, don't tell him. And what do they do? They tell him because he's like crying about it. I was getting upset. I was nervous. I was like, if we went like a tenth off and didn't get it and broke the motor... I was gonna. You didn't know the motor was broken. I had a good idea. You had a good idea that you're an idiot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyhow, open the hood and I could just like from the angle, you know, you're that lucky angle. Open the hood and I look under the intake manifold. And I'm like, I can see inside the block. I'm like, Wait. ah. So, um, Chris's car had a huge clutch too. So, I decided to start with Chris's car because. Um, James here had already beat the record, so Woo! there's no big rush anymore. We we did what we uh, came to do for the first time ever in, in four times. That's brutal. And uh, I'm sorry. Um, it's not your fault. Yeah, it's your fault. I know. I okay. take full full blame. Okay, let me talk. Sorry. Anyhow, <laughs> so we do. Uh, you know, get Chris's car apart. It's just a, a broken pressure plate, a broken disc that's wedging into the pressure plate so off he goes to go get a clutch um you know at the track looking at this k i'm like well how the hell are we gonna pull this up out of there because you can't jack the car up high enough to slide it out the bottom because there's so much arrow that you can't jack this car for the life of you and uh so i'm like there's only one choice i gotta pull the tranny off try to make it light and then we got to hand bomb it out of there. Mm-hmm. 
So tons of fun. It's getting dark. It got dark at like 3.30 there for some crazy reason. But like 5, it's like nighttime. Yeah, 5 p.m., it's like full-blown nighttime. Um, So it got to be nighttime pretty quick. We pull Tranny off and then unplug everything else. And I'm like, he can't be that heavy. So fully dressed, put a jack handle over top of it with two straps and... uh, bunch of guys we hand bomb it out it like barely made it out of there it was too heavy we put it down on the <laughs> ground there's a big hole there's only i could only see one little hole pull the starter off there's like a big huge hole behind the starter it's really broken um at this point i'm going through in my head what we have and what we don't have to start building another engine because i was nervous yeah, yeah. we had too much like if we had broken accessories or something like that that could kind of hold us back but we yeah. realized that it appeared that we only broke, you know, what we had seen there. Just so, so <laughs> you know, we go through in my, I go through it in my head, and I'm like, shit, I don't have any rod bearings, or a head gasket, or a head gasket. Um, where did the head gasket come from? We had a K20 head gasket. Uh, we didn't have oh a 24. Yeah. Oh gasket. yeah, I reused the head gasket. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, um, <laughs> one full can of copper, <laughs> one full can of copper spray on the head gasket. So. That's, that's further in the story. Yeah, so we realized we have no raw bearings. Nobody at the track has raw bearings. I send uh, James here to go find some raw bearings. Of course, he walks away and just t- talks to people and does nothing. So my first favorite thing at an event is, is talking is, to people. No, no, no. My first favorite thing, I like to set the record. No. Your first favorite thing is talking to people. Fair enough. Your second favorite thing is maybe breaking the record. <laughs> He just loved. He goes there. We could go without a car, and he'd have as much fun, probably. <laughs> you, should, um, you should try that. It'd be a lot cheaper. <laughs> that's what Adam oh, and I do now. It's uh, it's pretty fun. Yeah, it's actually uh, just a, a, a flight in a rental car. Good to yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Run like a fucking Lamborghini this time, Ferrari, something more cool. The Hellcat was pretty cool. That's mm-hmm. another story. Yeah. Um. So anyhow, realize we have no raw bearings. I send this guy to go find parts but i knew he was just chatting um i did ask i did ask who did you ask ask spoon and a vase anyhow (laughs) i knew he wasn't gonna find i love the way you silly geese tell stories (laughs) i don't know why it's terrible but it's great i don't care stop distracting (laughs) idiot um so anyhow people walk by and i I talked to some people without even leaving the side of the car, find some rod bearings. <laughs> and uh, I find this guy again. And, uh, you know, we're like, uh, who's going to take the five and a half, six hour drive to go get some rod bearings in the traffic? And uh, round trip, round trip. And it, granted, Anyhow. granted, it's already like six o'clock at night at that point. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Austin and Chris already had and Chris had the vehicle. Yeah. Chris had a rental car. He was gone to get the clutch still. And uh, was it Austin that came up with the Austin idea? Austin did it. Austin. Austin's hanging out, blowing smoke on everybody with his fucking vape. (laughs) (laughs) At least it smelled kind of nice, better than some people that stood around. And uh, he's like, why don't we get Uber to send some parts down here? Because you had said something about getting Ubered stuff at Laguna Seca, right? Yeah. Yeah. Some guy had used Uber to get a spare sway bar brought from his house to the track at Laguna Seca. So I was like, oh, that's a pretty smart idea. Uh, Let's try that. 
If only we needed a sway bar. <laughs> yeah, it would have been awesome if we needed a sway bar. <laughs> um, it's funny how these guys got some Uber guy to bring bearings to the track. I didn't actually get to see the Uber driver. James did. And James said he was like the happiest man ever. I was concerned that he'd be mad after driving so far. And he was like so happy. What was he driving? A Prius. He made so much money on that. He was happy having driven a Prius that long? It was like a $175 Uber fare. And I think they get to keep like (laughs) 75% of it. Yeah, like it was he was so happy. He probably looked at his fuel gauge and was like, I I didn't this didn't cost me anything. And he can listen to whatever music that he wants. He doesn't have to have people in his car and he still gets paid the same one way or another. And I gave him his tip. How much tip did you give him? Twenty five bucks. I figured, you know, why? Because he Austin said that he requested a tip. So I figured, well, it's nice, man. He wouldn't wouldn't have like a return rider. Yeah, that's a that's a long way to go home. Yeah, Austin. Yeah, Austin. How about your five star? Did you lose your five star rating? No, I kept my five star rating. I saw him give the five star. He gave it to me right there while I was handing him the tip. Dude, I was so happy. That was that was my <laughs> biggest thing. I, I have an Uber five star rating, and I don't know if it's because I'm chatty when I'm riding or not, but that's essentially like, uh, you know, being able to wear like a master's jacket around or an SECA solo <laughs> nationals jacket around when you're riding Uber. Yes. Is like, it really? The whole time, people, Austin was like, I hope this doesn't screw up my five-star. I hope this doesn't screw up my five-star. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, like, what I was most worried about. <laughs> a, we want to keep the five-star rating. B, we'd like to do 40.9 tomorrow. But A is definitely five-star rating. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> a, five-star rating is, like, you talking to people on the track. Favorite thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. So my... Um, my favorite part of, of this whole night when you guys were rebuilding the motor was at like midnight, I walk up to the trailer and Eric is sitting in like on the floor of this trailer with oil freaking everywhere, <laughs> oil everywhere on this motor because they decided not to drain the motor of no, oil I, or sorry, oh, not they, Eric I did. did. Dr- I drained the oil pan, oh, but there's always like, you can't get everything out. Um, you just, you know, as much, as much as you try. And by everything, you mean like probably half of the quantity of oil in the motor. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it looked like. You you should go drop a liter of oil in your driveway. You'll see how crazy that looks. It's a lot. Oh yeah. It's like, (laughs) it's like three feet diameter. Yeah. There was probably a third of a liter that was attempting to come out of the pan. I would say a third of a quart. Leader, I don't think I was sitting on the floor of the trailer yet. At you that were, point. oh, 100%. You were, was you I? had the engine block between your legs, and the oil was you, oozing up. You look like a toddler that had gotten their hands on some electronic device and was just like ripping it apart. <laughs> That's what that you look like. I was. I was picturing my three-year-old who had just gotten into like chocolate and like a cake on the floor and it was just That's everywhere. That's what exactly, exactly what I was picturing. Toddlers, like. exactly. What it looked <laughs> like. Guys are real nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You make fun of me constantly. You deserve it. That's uh, probably true. Um, so anyhow, now that we're done making fun of me, we'll keep going. So Chris came back. We put his clutch training back in, buttoned him up. He's happy. Um, he hangs out for a little bit, and then uh, he goes off to bed as we continue with this um, trailer Saga. floor build. Yeah. <laughs> so, like... You know, on top of not having all the tools, not having an engine stand, it just really takes the fun out of it. Rolling it around on the floor. Oh, that would I, suck so bad. 
Yeah. So you know how like you you keep going from top to bottom, like when you're putting rods and pistons in. Yeah. So I would just like lay it on its side and get the rod piston in, and then terrible. I would just turn it, and then I would go to the other end and put the cap on and torque it. And this guy's like, I would send him for one thing. It, it should take like two minutes. He would leave for like forty minutes. So what did I send him for? To clean the oil pan. Oh, I sent them to clean the oil pan. It was it. tricky. You know that that was hard. You spent a while finishing it. Anyhow. Up. It was hard to get it clean. It's my turn to talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I sent them to get, to go clean this oil pan while I'm like got one rod in. I'm like, go clean the oil pan. So I get everything I can done without the oil pan. And I'm like, I need the oil pan so I could stand it on the oil pan to keep going. So off I go to find him. I know so exactly just, where just to, to go. Just to recap. He put three rods and pistons in while I was supposed to be cleaning the oil pan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I cleaned some parts while he was gone, and I was like, he should be back. And then I'm like, at a, I'm at a point I can't move forward anymore. I do need to defend myself for what? a second. Most of the night I was talking, but I was actually struggling trying to get that oil pan cleaned that whole time. When I – they told it's me – It's hard to clean, it. like hard to clean an oil pan when you're talking. It's hard to clean oil pans when you're talking. Easy. He struggled. Yeah. He struggled. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, he was trying to fall asleep standing up everywhere. I was tired. And uh, it's actually a skill that he's mastered. He can actually fall asleep standing up. So. Um, jealous of I mean, that was what, it's like a- two, two in the morning at that point? Yeah, you had long gone to sleep. Yeah. There. I went to bed at like one. It looked so like the whole rig that you had, you know, your, the, the ambulance and just. How comfortable you looked like when you got in there i was like oh so nice oh dude it was so <laughs> so so cold and like <laughs> oh yeah ginless. i forgot how cold i was i was just wearing a t-shirt because for some reason in the morning when i was when we were leaving the hotel at four in the morning and i'm like about to grab my sweater i'm like oh, i should go back and grab my sweater this numb nut beside me is like oh, you don't need it we'll be, be back early yeah we'll be back early <laughs> <laughs> We never saw that hotel again. Yeah, we never went back. Jonathan <laughs> Suzuki went back for us. Yeah. And you ended up with my dirty laundry. Yep. I wore your socks yesterday. <laughs> weird. Such a weirdo. Anyhow, um, so I go find him to go to see where the hell he's gone with the oil pan. He's like standing in the middle of the parking lot yelling at me because he can see me that I'm looking for him. He's like, I'm trying to blow it out. It's not really cleaning up. I hosed it out too. I used one of their water hoses and I tried to it just this, the little pieces were not coming out. So anyhow, I took the oil pan away from him, got it nice and clean. <laughs> <laughs> went uh, went back, put the oil pan on. Oh, I remember what I did while I was waiting for you. I put eight layers of uh, copper spray on the used head gasket that we were going to reuse. Ken's race engine suggested it, and he yeah. sent us a can with with uh, with the rod bearing. So, thanks to Ken Roach for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was very, very uh, nice, very handy. Yeah. I, I've done that before. Used reused head gaskets and looked at the can of copper spray and thought, I wonder how much, I wonder how many coats I can put on this thing. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> you do, every single time. Our- Adam, however much you thought you could put on, yeah. apparently you could put on more because you can just keep going. <laughs> There's a lot of compression. was probably like half a point lower because of copper. <laughs> <laughs> we needed everything we could on our side to keep that thing to seal. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, he, uh, I got the oil pan, 
put the head gasket on. I think I didn't even drop the head, and you were like, oh, I can't take it anymore. I couldn't stay awake. So off you went to go sleep, and uh, I finished it. You're missing the funny part there, though. What funny part? So I went in Professional Awesome's trailer and slept on a half-deflated air mattress with a small blanket. And Grant from Pro Awesome came in about, I don't know, I don't even actually know what time it was because I was like, I'm going to die from hypothermia or something like that. And he came in there after probably an hour or so. And I was shaking so vibrant, vi- violently, he said, you have to go sleep with my girlfriend in the back of the van. So I went and slept with Allison on their air mattress in the back of the van because he was worried that I was going to, like, legit die. <laughs> it was pretty funny. He knows you're legit weak. Yep. And there's a, another quick part to that story. Later on, we offered Grant to stay with our, at our hotel room um, after they went to the airport um and i said well you can just you know we can you can sleep with eric and i in the same bed or whatever we'll just you know we'll make space and uh and i i kept on saying to allison throughout that day that i was trying my hardest to stay away from her i didn't want to like you know be all over her sleeping or anything like that and she's like yeah you were fine you stayed on your side and then she said right at the end like at the funniest time she's like yeah you should grant Jim's a really good cuddler. I'm like, oh my god, so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. So anyway, sorry, Eric. Continue. I can't remember where I was. You were putting the head gasket on. Oh, your head went on. This useless, uh, tired boy went to bed, and uh, to die. To die, because he's weak. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, finished putting it together. And it was, I don't know, 4.30 in the morning. Jeez. And there was nobody around to to assist anymore. So I'm I like, told oh, you to you wake grand. me up, dude. I was like 50 uh, you, feet away. Imagine if I would have uh, woke you up. You would have gone back to sleep and woke up at 4 p.m. instead of 11. Yeah, I did sleep in pretty late. Until <laughs> <Total> 11? <laughs> you would have missed the whole rest of the day. Super Lap Battle Day, too. Yeah, I might have slept until like 10 o'clock. There's like race cars whizzing by. No big deal. I'm in my happy place at that point. I would have. If I didn't have to go to the driver's meeting, I would have slept with Allison until like 10 a.m. <laughs> at one, I at one point, I almost went and opened your van to make sure you were okay because I was like, how's that guy still in there? <laughs> it's like daytime. <laughs> so much noise. He's got to be hot in there. <laughs> no, dude, it was nice and cool. It's really well insulated. Anyhow, I was worried about you. And. What's nice? That you were worried about Austin. I wasn't worried about you. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to it. Um, anyhow, in the morning at uh, 7-ish or 7.30, people started showing up again, and uh, we lifted it in the car, bolted it, slowly redressed it. And when I mean slowly, I mean... I was really tired. I had to wait for 30 hours yeah. slowly. Yeah, because Numbnut here woke me up at 4 a.m. the day before for no good reason. I was trying to stay on Eastern Time. You're an idiot on Eastern Time is what you are. Um, <laughs> it seemed like a, at that particular point in time, it seemed like a great idea because, you know, it's nice to be at the track early in the morning. So I figured if we get up at like 4.30, you know, we go to bed at 8 o'clock or whatever. It'll be easy to get up and be at the track at like 6 a.m. the next day. Sure enough, we were at the track at 6 a.m. Yeah, we were. Um, So we started putting it back together, and I was sleepy, so it was going slowly. Um, 
don't know what time was it when it was when we fired it up. Probably fired it up around. Uh, I would say right around eleven o'clock. No, it must have been after that because Austin was up. No, I think it was around eleven o'clock. It was before lunchtime. Was it? It was close enough that we were close to maybe considering getting out for the second morning session, but then it was it didn't happen. So anyhow, fired up, and it was... Uh, Tell them what you said. What? If you're going to make fun of me, I'm going to make fun of you. I can't remember. You said you might cry if it doesn't fire up. Oh, yeah. I said if this thing doesn't fire up, I'm going to cry. And you <laughs> looked kind of emotional. And normally I'm the emotional one, but he looked a little bit emotional when he said that. And... We're cranking and cranking and cranking, and it wouldn't start. And uh, so anyhow, we plugged the charger on the battery, and the second we put the charger on, it fired up. It fired up with a triumph and backfire, too. Oh, it made that weird pop, and then Chris, like, freaked out, and a bunch of people that were watching the live stream laughed so hard. They, I saw comments on Facebook later that they loved how far Chris jumped when, <laughs> when it fired up. So anyhow, we got it running again, and... Uh, this lovely young man here went back out for the last session. No, you missed what happened on the, the third session. Oh, yeah, we had. So I, when it fired up, it ran amazing. Um, and I even drove it around the paddock. And yeah. everything, we put the whole front end on and everything seemed good to go. And I drove around the paddock and accelerated a bit. And I drove, like, for quite a while because, you know, we wanted to make sure this thing was broken in and ready to do a 41. <laughs> yeah, broken in. Uh, um so we, we suit him up when we get him ready for the third session. He fires it up, and it's running like pure crap. And, like... We must have tugged on a engine harness when we were re and re and we had a weird TDC code. Yeah, so one of our cam sensors stopped getting its voltage, and uh, by the time we figured it out, it was too late to go out for the third session. So we got him ready for session number four. Stickered up. Stickered up and put tape back onto the bumper. Did you? Well, I taped you up, yeah. I didn't know that you taped I was it. ready for you to send it. Oh, I was ready to send it. You know I was ready to send it. Yeah. Yeah. Just say it. Yeah. Anyhow. Just say it. Yeah. Anyhow. Anyways, um, the crowd, everyone's listening knows that Eric knows that I was ready to send it. Okay, he was ready to send it. I was I was a little bit worried about uh, my uh, trailer floor engine. <laughs> <laughs> so um he went out and i was almost afraid to watch him like i don't even, i don't even remember putting half the bolts in for because i was tired and i was alone and i was cold so i'm like i don't even remember half the bolts going back in so i was worried he went out what one lap i did a so i did a complete warm-up lap so we had built this new splitter that Kevin Stiddle built, the pro awesome design, and, and Kevin Stiddle C3 Composites built for us. And uh, it made so much more downforce that our aero balance that we had fairly dialed in all season um, when we did our 42-2 run was like the car was like aero loose like crazy and uh, didn't obviously get a chance to uh, to make any adjustments until the next day. So before we went out, we figured, well, we'll make our adjustment. We've got this motor; everything seems to be good. I'll make a big, a big wing adjustment on our on our GT1000 wing. And uh, I went attacked the warm up lap really, really hard in the fast right left coming into bus stop, and then the and then Riverside, and the car felt fantastic. So I was feeling super pumped. 
and you know finished my warm-up lap came out of came out of sunset really well to the start finish line and was feeling really good about the lap attacked one really hard attacked you know into the off ramp or on ramp or whatever they call it really hard and when i went to get back to the gas um we had no voltage to the ecu the car had shut off so we never really um diagnosed it that much i had i checked things in the car so we had once in a while throughout the season we had an issue where the uh the fuse would come just tiny bit loose for the ecu and then the car wouldn't run properly so i loosened my belts i think i'm being all smart and proactive loosened my belts and um and reached down and checked the fuse well i'm so smart i think about checking to see if the fuse is tight but i'm not smart enough to see if the fuse is blown so we had fuses in there that we could have used from other functions that I could have swapped out and gone and, you know, tried again at it anyways. But uh, Eric Eric diagnosed that when we came back in the pit. So I didn't get to finish a hot lap, but the car did did do a full warm-up lap. And uh, when we came back in, I was kind of – I didn't know what had happened. And Eric swapped another fuse in from something else. What fuse did you steal it from? Because uh, everything still works. Uh, I think I stole it from the light circuit that we've never used. Oh, right, right, right. So he put that fuse in and it uh, fired right up. So it was kind of frustrating, but uh, awesome at the same time. The motor still functions, so that's pretty cool. But in the end, it was sad for for us and I think Eric especially that it didn't get to complete a, a, a flyer after spending all that time on it. But I guess that's just the way it goes sometimes. Yeah, I was still elated to see it drive on the trailer. Yep. These guys still there? Hello? I'm still here. <laughs> I don't know. Adam? Where's Adam at? I'm still here. I'm just well now. <laughs> I'm trying to finish up this one gusset. I got you on speaker with uh, with mute on, and I, uh, I I've been talking uh, without with mute on because I'm dumb. Still there. That's the main thing. I was like, this is total radio silence. <laughs> Maximize my time, homeboys. You bet. That's what you got to do. I was going to try to do the same. Jim's like, oh, sit in this room and I'll sit over here. Oh, I came back over when we were having the connecting issues and Eric was gone and he was over on his his side where his bay is and uh, he was starting to work away on things. I'm like, you can't do that. Adam's welding away on his Yeah, why does he get to and I don't? Because we're sharing earbuds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, James. Disgusting earbud. James, this year's been uh, been really good for you. I mean, you walked away um, from the season as uh, champion for CSCS for your class, right? Yep. So, and in the same year, uh, unlimited class champion for Grid Life Track Battle too. So, I mean, obviously, was- a lot of uh, time and effort uh, have gone into that, but it was pretty crazy. Like every CSCS event we went we you know rebroke the record one of the events we even set the overall record at um i guess every grid life event we went to we set front wheel drive record and overall record at gingerman which i guess the still the grid life um gingerman record just not the overall gingerman record after west michigan honda me um no it was it was it was definitely good and to get you know speed ring and then uh with the you know with the incident there with the crash there i guess we could talk about that a little bit you know kind of wondering what was going to come from that and if we were even going to you know end up going to super lap battle when the when that crash happened at speed ring i didn't know how bad it was going to be and if we would even be back out and 
to get the front wheel drive record at uh, at Superlap Battle after that. That was, you know, that was really rewarding. Yeah. So, uh, so what happened at uh, at Speed Ring for those that don't know? I sent it. I sent it real good. I sent it real good right into the wall on turn one. Well, I mean, Jared Jared Deanda was there, so it is kind of appropriate. <laughs> I think that uh, it that, was. That track is weird too, by the way. That's <laughs> a weird place. If that corner was just a little bit more open, it would change things a lot. But just the way you know how how that how tight that corner is there, coming into it so hot, um, it's a it's a tough spot. You know, only I think three people touched the wall there, but easily four more could have hit the wall that just you know went off track and we were able to get it away from the wall at the last moment um you know yeah, there, there was if, there was probably 10 spins there yeah it was it was sketchy you know for considering only three people hit you know instead of you know like you say 10 if the if 10 people hit the wall there that would have been a bad uh, bad scene it might have been more than 10 too like we went but there might have been 15 16 offs there but like 10 close ones probably yeah it's a shame like even if they would uh you know just move that tire wall back six or eight feet probably how much you know i know i wouldn't hit the wall if it was back eight feet and you know uh cody with the airlift subaru um i don't know if he would have hit the the wall if it was back a few feet both of us i think you know we're we're barely moving when we hit yeah so yeah but it is you know a track is a track and you have to deal with what's there and uh, everyone has to deal with the same thing um, so I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to blame the track or anything like that. I overshot the corner and, uh, suffered the consequences. So I think was- part, part of that was part, I think part of the fact that people were trying to, to stay in it past the timing loop, uh, that was part of the problem and that won't be a factor next year. I don't think, um, but yeah, having that, having that surface mount timing loop, that was, that was, uh, unfortunate and we were kind of stuck with that. There was nothing we could do with that either, but Yep. Are they going to allow you to uh, to cut the track for next year? What's uh, the plan? I'm, I'm, I'm hearing I'm hearing uh, a thumbs up about that tentatively. So that's uh, that's hopefully would you, the plan. Would you put it 20 feet back? Do you think if you're going to cut it, the track? It, it does, doesn't matter where I put it. If I cut, that, I can put it uh, anywhere I want. If I cut it, <laughs> true. I guess people won't. I, I guess when you can see it, you're really trying to stay on the on the yeah. gas till you're after it but when you can't see it it kind of it kind of puts it out of sight out of mind i guess yeah yeah it'll just be a black line if we if we're able to cut it so but yeah it was uh, it was super fun watching you uh i mean you, you could tell the story but watching you get uh, get the car back, back together um how did how did that go after you after you hit the wall there um so I quit time attack again. I, I've probably done it about four times this year. Or so I usually retire from time attack a few times a year. I heard, I heard you almost bought a boat too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, I get a little bit emotional sometimes. I just, uh, you know, we've ran a lot this year and I, you know, as much as I get frustrated, um, I also feel bad for Eric cause he always has to, you know, put in unreasonable amount of hours to keep us as competitive as we're able to be because i can do some stuff but i'm definitely not as capable as eric is and i, and I know that um so i didn't know kind of you know where we were going to be and if we'd have enough time because at this point uh super lap battle the cars were going to leave for super lap battle in like one month and i've got a car that's crashed into the wall and you know don't know how much is you know you just look at it and you know it looks ugly and you don't know how much is damaged and you don't know what parts you can get in time and or anything like that mm-hmm. and then uh we uh you know we we just packed it up i didn't have any interest in doing the toge battle the next day i was it was just so mad and then uh 
we came to the track late the next day and we had really no interest in doing anything. And, uh, the thing was, is, uh, um, I forget how it went. So, oh, so the, the toge battle was, was posted. So Eric and I were, you know, we're looking at this car on Sunday morning and thinking, you know, I wonder if we could get through, you know, around at least like, I wonder what, you know, if we could, uh, you know, it'd be a shame to put it all back together. No, or, I bet against you that you couldn't make it through around with no arrow. Fair enough. And I was hoping that it would be cool to see if we could at least, it was mostly to get you fired up. The, you know, I, I like the idea of the toge battle. I think thought it was amazing and I wanted to take part, but I also didn't want to, you know, take part and just get eliminated first round. Cause it's a lot of work, you know, to get the car back together at this point when it's a mess just to go out for, just to go out for, you know, one round and lose. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like I was that in love with the track that I just wanted to do two more laps of the track. So, uh, so we took it all apart and got it all stripped and we figured, you know, it's a low enough speed track, but I'll probably be able to do okay. Um, with, uh, with not, no arrow on it. And, uh, I guess there was, you know, quite a few people backing out from the, uh, from, from the toge battle because there was a lot of failures on Saturday. And, uh, so I guess the, uh, the brackets got redone because there were so many people that like, you know, practically everyone was getting a buy in the first round. So when the brackets were redone, um, I ended up being against Will in the first round and that kind of you know, probably inspired us to work a little bit harder even to try to get the car back together. So we had it all stripped down and, and Eric said, well, why don't we give this frame rail a little tug? And, uh, and we were able to get it straight-ish and we were able to get kind of everything straight enough that we thought, well, you know, it's probably worth it to put the splitter back on and, and the front bumper and the, and the fenders and the hood and all that kind of stuff and, and put the wing back on. So we, we got everything back together and everything, uh, everything seemed good. And, uh, it was, it was quite dramatic how everything went in the unlimited class battle because, um, so I guess I went against Will after there was, you know, some other, other battles already. And I went against Will, I was able to, to get through that round. And then, uh, can jam went against, I can't remember if they went against pro awesome or against Andy. Um, and you know, they were kind of the favorite to go through to the end and they spun and, uh, and had their, uh, uh, and then, you know, DQ'd because of four wheels off. And then, uh, they were slated to go against, um, against, uh, life, but then because they didn't win, I forget how it went. Then I ended up going against life. And I figured that life would probably be me because that's a beast of a car, but they had their, their braking issue. And all of a sudden, here we are in the end. Uh, Dan from Pro Awesome eliminated Andy, which was a quite a heated battle. And here we are in the finals with this car that we cobbled back together. So uh, it was, it was so, it was so cool. <laughs> I was, I was like, I can't believe we're still here. Like, why are we still here with this car that's taped back together? And I remember at one point, we were so kind of pumped about everything. Um, there's a black stripe that goes kind of over my fender and down across the bumper. And Eric got a roll. We had put it all back together with white tape, and Eric got a roll of black Gorilla tape. And we were we were so pumped up and so happy and excited that Eric continued the black stripe with black electrical or black Gorilla tape over the white tape, um, just to kind of keep the livery in, in uh, together. So that was pretty funny. It was uh, 
a lot of smiles, a lot of laughs to get that car back together and, and get and get all the way to the finals. That was pretty cool. Was it? It was. Smiles per mile were high. Smiles per mile were high. Much higher on the Sunday than they were <laughs> on the Saturday afternoon, that's for sure. Yeah, you kept cutting the uh, timing loop also with your extra bent down splitter. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I think I sliced that every time on Sunday. As if my car doesn't drag enough as it is that, you know, with all the downforce it makes to with the splitter an inch and a half lower on the driver's side than it normally is. I think it was uh, was slicing and dicing. Yeah, you, uh, you told me that, that when you had the, the frame uh, pulled uh, for real afterwards that it came out pretty straight, though, huh? Yeah. So when we put the new uh, the new splitter on that Kevin built for us, um, our, our splitter um brackets that attach to the brackets on the chassis this the, the brackets that attach to the splitter um were are, are so strong that you know they weren't bent or damaged in any way and so when we when we transferred all this stuff over to the new splitter and put it on all on everything was you know closer than a quarter of an inch from side to side like definitely within an eighth of an inch from side to side so it was nice to see uh our our friend who is in our building here who's had a body shop and and trained under my grandfather and stuff like that it was nice that he was able to get it um so straight um it was uh nice to have one less thing to worry about with that sorry i'm looking at it. it's super windy out here in chicago <laughs> i keep putting you i keep putting you on mute and saying things like uh, hitting the button again later because I realize I'm on mute. But uh, <laughs> so, any uh, any different arrow plans for uh, for next year? Um, we're gonna do a few things. I don't feel um, I don't feel like that's one of our main issues. I think that you know one of the things that's as important um, as as you know your arrow and your splitter and flat bottom and everything like that. I think the one thing that's really important is you know keeping. Um, the arrow and your splitter and everything like that at a, as a, at a reasonable distance to the ground and keeping you know everything reasonably flat because all that arrow is very sensitive to to ride height changes and to pitch and to you know and to roll and everything like that. So we're gonna work a little bit harder on on, uh, on our bump stops and stuff like that and try to keep that car a little bit more controlled. I'm sure everyone's you know probably seen pictures of the car with the titanium rub strips and huge showers of sparks coming off that which is awesome but uh, at the same point we'd like to keep that a little bit more controlled next year so um we're gonna work on that um we're gonna probably change the way our fenders are vented a little bit um but mostly mostly kind of smaller things um as far as that respect goes we're gonna work on uh i should say we eric's gonna work on some of the wiring in the car and try to make everything a little bit more serviceable and uh, a little bit more reliable. Um, I think uh, Race Pack is going to be giving us one of their, their smart wire systems, so that should help uh, keep everything, um, you know, make everything very easy to diagnose if we have any issues or anything like that with, you know, fuses, because everything is kind of like digital fuses then, I guess, right? Um, and of course, the new Rotrex coming, um, Jackson Racing is, is going to get us. So that's uh, that's going to be super exciting as well, being uh, being up in power. So we're gonna we're gonna try not to change the things that we don't feel that um, you know are necessarily going to net us any time. We're gonna just try to really focus on reliability and uh, you know trying to make a bit more power 
um, this block that Eric um, built at uh, at Buttonwillow, we're going to just give that a once over and, and check a few things out, and we're going to actually keep that as our spare because we have a really good spare pa spares package that we bring to the track. But that's one thing that we've never had, and you know, if anything, we can look back at Buttonwillow as kind of a blessing in disguise that this is going to really force us to um, to have a make us realize that we need to have a spare motor at the track because when you don't have a spare motor at the track and you just have parts it's a disaster if that motor was uh if that motor was a fully assembled long block what time would we have been ready by eric mm -hmm. if that motor was a fully assembled long block what time would we have been ready i don't know 12 or 2 probably maybe i don't know anyways we would have been ready for the morning the next day yeah, you would have got less cuddle time with uh, with Grant's girlfriend, though. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Allison. Sorry, Allison. <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> listen. So no, we're we're gonna just uh, we're gonna try to bring our A game next year. You know, we've as we kind of you know we always do. So it's uh, it'll be interesting to see kind of where the some of the lap times and stuff end up. I I didn't I wouldn't have guessed that you know we were gonna go 27s necessarily at Gingerman this year. I thought. If we would have done a high, high 28, I thought that would have been pretty good when we were out at round five um, in 2016 and did that 30.1. car felt like it was working really good that day. So when we went into the 27s, I, I didn't really predict that at all. So with more power and, you know, everything just improved a little bit next year, it'll, it'll be interesting to see maybe how fast we can go whether whether you know teams go into the 26s if they go faster than that um it'll be uh, it'll be exciting to see maybe uh maybe an all-wheel drive car will take overall record this year it's kind of probably shocking that when when front-wheel drive cars hold some of the all-wheel or overall records like that yeah it uh, it's, it was a weird year seeing the the unlimited front-wheel drive cars do so so well but uh um yeah it was it was very exciting I think uh, I think Andy and and Pro Awesome might have something to say for those uh, for those front wheel drive or for those overall records next year. I think they uh, both those cars um, you know have come a long way and are, are continuing to come a long way. So it'll be interesting to see that. Yeah, you know, I think Adam and I are are both looking forward to it, especially at the the pointy end of the field uh, overall for you know all the unlimited classes it's going to be really really fun to watch yeah it, it's like all those cars are changing so much and they're all f kind of finding you know hopefully a way to to drive them more and get more seat time and these drivers are all you know progressing so rapidly especially this year um if that keeps happening like you know it, it's gonna be it's gonna almost get weird <laughs> well it's no, funny you know you think it the kind of the faster the cars are going you think that the faster they go, the slower the times will drop. And it seems like the faster we go, the faster the overall records come down, which is kind of mind-boggling. You know, we'd like to say that it shows how good we are and how good we were, but it, it maybe it shows how, you know, not that great we were, but, you know, how we're getting closer to being, you know, where yeah, finding, some of the... Finding all the potential, yeah. Yeah, like when you think, you know, when the record was in the, you know, I don't know, I don't know what the overall record was a couple of years ago, but, you know, in the low, the low 30s or whatever at Gingerman, and you see, you know, how far so many cars, like, you know, so many cars went sub 30 at Gingerman this year. 
Yeah, it was it was thirty sevens, and then it went to thirty ones. <laughs> like yeah, like but I don't even just front wheel front wheel drive record. Yeah. Even like overall record was you know what was it thirty threes or thirty fours? Yeah, or something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't all that fast. Um, and, and you're and you're already you guys are already knocking on you and Will and uh, and then the, the the Evo guys you're knocking on like you know you're going faster than everything but Formula Atlantics and stuff in, in as far as SCCA or faster than Formula Atlantics I don't remember uh, yeah it's, I think Formula Atlantic crazy. record is slower but Formula B record I don't even know what a Formula B is but That's Formula B record is I think faster than us and then Formula Atlantic record I think is slower but. I've heard some rumors that real-time racing. Well, I know I know that real-time racing tests there, but I've heard yeah. some rumors that they've gone uh, very fast there. So I don't know exactly what the lap times are or anything like that. But I've heard that uh, that they could probably maybe shame some of our record pretty good. But you know, those cars are are very different, and you know, I don't think that uh, anything that they're racing these days would be legal for unlimited any class because of you know how much how little is left of the factory chassis and stuff like that but it would be neat to to get something that they have out um maybe even the the pike speed car that they that they took the tlx this year and see what that would do you know even if it was just going to be an exhibition or something like that yeah we, we have friends that know peter pretty well maybe we can uh, drag them out someday <laughs> i think that people would get pretty excited to see you know any real-time yeah. car at a, at a grid life event that those cars are are legendary the uh well we've only got two hours left in the show so why don't you get started with your sponsors list because we know it's long <laughs> <laughs> why you gotta make fun of me like this guys because uh, i'm just following in uh, in eric's footsteps here it feels good doesn't it <laughs> It sure does, man. <laughs> you guys got to keep you apart. Um, well, of course, you know, K-Tuned has been uh, invaluable, um, not just with their sponsorship support, but all the parts that we run um, on the car. Their suspension was an absolute game changer for us. And I think that um, some people didn't necessarily take it seriously when it came out, when they came out with their K-2 Pro Circuit set up with the external reservoirs and stuff like that. Um, but I think that more and more now I'm getting messages on Facebook and Instagram and everything like that, uh, with people, you know, just having questions and wanting to know more about it. Cause some of the times that we've posted running their, their, their suspension, I think people realize that, you know, it's a, it's a real player in the, in the suspension industry and, and, um, you know, especially for, for the Honda Acura market. I thought you were going to say to people or sending you the nudes straight in the DM. No, no nudes. No. I mean, if anyone wants to send nudes, that's that's okay. Preferably, preferably women, of course. It's <laughs> uh, never failed to make it <laughs> to make it weird. Is that what you, you never fail to make it weird. <laughs> weird or funny or both, as long as it's both. Yeah, it's just a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Um. Levine Motorsports, Mr. Eric here that we're like, you know, we've been snuggling for the last hour or so. Um, without him, there, there would be no program. So I, uh, the, the thank yous, a thank you. It doesn't even, it doesn't seem like enough. It's not even worth, worth saying. Cause it's, it's so much more than that. Like legitimately without him, there wouldn't be a program. We would, you know, I would still probably be tracking, but it would be something much, much closer to stock. So he keeps it, uh, keeps it safe he keeps it you know reasonably reliable and and fast and uh you know i can't uh, i can't thank him enough for that 
some good nut hugging. I liked it. Good. Should I just keep going? Keep going. I told you we only got two more hours. Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson Racing, uh, you know, they've always been great, and uh, and we think that uh, the road tracks is uh, integral to some of the, the lap times that we've made, been able to do, and um, to have that same linear power curve that we've that we've enjoyed, you know, plus thirty percent with this new C38R. Um, that's that's pretty exciting. We're we're very very excited over that. Um, Exidy USA, uh, their clutches are are absolutely fantastic. It's uh, one less thing that we have to worry about. We uh, we've used their clutches for years. Um, last year they came on board to support us. And uh, there you go, Eric. Sorry, guys. Somebody just punched the mic or what? <laughs> Eric's an idiot. <laughs> so you know we we put put their clutches in. You know we keep a spare. We we. Gotta have a spare of everything, but you know, there's there's basically no concern of having to put the spare in. It's there just uh, it's it's there just for fun. But you know, regardless, it's it's I wouldn't think twice about putting one of those clutches in in absolutely any car. To me, that that is the be all and end all. They make you know any company that's like that that makes um, so many applications for OEMs. You know that their performance products are going to be great because you know they, there's so much to be learned with with OEMs. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> it's like it's like this it's like the stepbrothers. I'm just picturing you guys just like poking each other and uh and then like, you know, making more room making more space in your bedroom for like activities and stuff. You know? We love activities. <laughs> so so much room for activities. So much room for activities. So this isn't in necessarily in any order here. This is just I have you know, I have my notes here. It's definitely not um, you know, don't want anyone to think that it's in an order of how, you know, how people have supported the team. It's just in a completely random order and I'm just going to um, go down the list and thank everyone. Um, <laughs> stripping Technologies, they do all of our, our coating, ceramic coating and powder coating of our wheels and, and, and any other part we need, and, and they're great. Um, the ceramic coat is, is, is awesome. We use it on our, on our exhaust mainly, and, uh, you know, we've never, we've never had any problems with it. On our header, actually, we had to do some wire wheeling and, and uh, do some welding on it. And, and so there's like an inch, uh, where there's no ceramic coat and it never peeled back from there. So I'm, you know, we've been really happy with that. Uh, Evans tuning does, looks after all the ECU tuning and everything like that. Uh, we, we've never had any issues. He always looks after us. He gives us great support, even at the track if we need it, even though we virtually never need it. Uh, G lock brakes. Uh, Danny is our, is our guy at G lock brakes and, uh, we we have great support from him uh we've we've changed compounds a little bit front to rear because we don't use a pedal box in the car or any sort of brake bias so we've been able to use different compounds to get the uh the bias rate and the the, the braking that we could, we've been able to achieve um with their pads has been unbelievable we've been able to uh see 2.5 g's under braking this season uh, i think that was at road atlanta where we saw it and you know that's fairly unheard of um, at our level of, of racing. So we're, we're super happy about that. 
um, can alignment motorsports looks after all the corner weighting and aligning of the car and uh, and Scott there is as has been uh, great always and always gets us in even uh, when there's sometimes not very much notice and if I have any idea you know questions about setup or anything like that he always knows uh, knows the answers so uh, drive chef shop look after the axles uh, we've had great luck um, we uh, you know if we need anything serviced or anything like that they look after us but uh, their products are fantastic. We put those things through hell and back, and uh, and uh, and they work great. Uh, Track Life Composites um, does the uh, the the lower fender cutouts in the in the front. They do it ma- mainly for um, for Hondas. Um, they are going into fenders as well. Um, oh, nice. Mostly, uh, they're, yeah, they're doing some wide fenders, both in fiberglass and in carbon, vented, and some a few options, and, and they make some really, really nice pieces. Uh, fit and finish is amazing on those. Uh, APR Performance, we use their GT1000 wing, and they've actually just, uh, I have to say thank you, they've recently just sent us some of their uh, new end plates that are mostly designed for the triple element uh, wing, but uh, should give us an um, increase in, in downforce and efficiency, and they, they look fantastic too. Uh, four piston cylinder heads we use their uh, pro tsx port on the motor um and it's it's been great we made great power we made one of the highest uh you know rotrex k24 um dyno numbers i think that we've ever really seen um in north america anyways we made 598 wheel horsepower with that setup so we can definitely attribute some of that power to their uh their cylinder head um, race pack data we use their iq3 uh, logger dash um, we we had an aim solo in the past which was a, a uh, you know a fine piece as well but the amount of data that's available to you through you know something like this is absolutely fantastic and uh, ian ray has come to you know he supports us and he sells uh, the race pack um, a lot of race pack stuff in canada and you know having someone it's like that being able to not only you know not only have the data but to know how to go through all the data and find everything is has been great this season um stop tech came out with a uh time attack based um civic slash integra i should say integra type r kit but can be retrofitted to any integra or civic um fantastic kit again going back to that 2.5 g's under braking um without you know a two things work together without a great big brake kit you know the pad doesn't mean much without the pad um you know without the the um the, you know vice versa whatever i don't know what <laughs> but their their uh their big brake kit even though it's a, a smaller kit than we went uh than we had in the past it's only a, a 300 mill, uh, millimeter diameter rotor but it's a 32 millimeter thick rotor um, holy cow yeah it's a big big thick rotor um, yeah. And they have these bar style um, veins in them, okay. so it's not a traditional vein in the rotor. It's a different style of vein. We haven't had any fade. Um, you know, we the thing it just works. It's you know, it's, I always think that if you can have a mod or a part on a car that you don't have to think about anymore, to me that's a win. There's so many things that you have to think about. The brakes, I just I don't have to think about them. You know, the car does crazy, crazy braking. Um, it's crazy, you know, crazy G's under braking and we don't have any heat issues. We don't have any fade issues or anything like that. So, um, that's really, that's really fantastic. 
um, Avum Time. Um, Brian from from Avum um, has a, a line of watches geared towards the automotive enthusiast, and he uh, he came on board this year. So uh, definitely check out Avum um, and 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 see if, you know what you think of their watches. Uh, Anti Grav. I think that's because there's still a good amount of people. There's so many. There's so but, many. This you know, I love it. Is Austin there still there? I'm still Austin's here. Austin's still there. Some. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> but you know, all these, you know, and all these companies, as 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 long winded as as it sounds, all these companies make for, you know, what we've been able to achieve with this car. So I, you know, I really. I don't mean to sound, you know, like I'm going on and on, but I really appreciate everyone that uh, that helps us out. Okay, well then, keep going on and on. Okay, so anti-gravity <laughs> batteries—they make a fantastic battery. Um, I think that the, the cold cranking amps are rated differently with lithium batteries, but I think the equivalent is supposed to be like something like a thousand cold cranking amps um, in a battery that only weighs nine point eight pounds. Um, so we've been using that this year. It works fantastic. It has uh, auto shut off uh, technology, so if if the the bat, you don't have to worry about the battery damaging a cell. Um, yeah. If it goes below a certain amount of volts, the battery just shuts off and then has a reset um, on the side of the battery so you can fire the car back up again. It's wonderful. Fantastic. It is fantastic. Fantastic. Ewald Performance, um, that's who um, we we get our, our G-Lock brakes through. He's the, uh, the Frank is the Canadian distributor for, uh, I think, or I should say the main Canadian distributor for, for G-Lock brakes. Uh, Motorworks Mag is um, Ian Ray, who I said about before, who looks after all of our race pack stuff. That's his. Um, that's his online magazine, mostly dedicated to BMWs, but he covers a lot of of Time Attack events. And then this year, he's been covering um, the Grid Life and CSCS series as well. Yeah. Um, Anki wheels. We've been using their RPF one wheels for years. I mean, the RPF one speak for themselves. They're so light. Um, they're reasonably priced. They come in practically every size and offset that you would want um for us that's that's uh, the the uh, kind of the the wheel if you're you know for any time attack racer people you know budget is definitely a consideration for for most of us so um to be able to get a light wheel in great sizes for for a reasonable price is is a win it's a fantastic win it is a fantastic win fantastic uh unit two motorsports <laughs> that's uh mitch is uh has done some uh, some great uh, welding and fabrication a lot of aluminum stuff for us um at unit two so he's been he's been great we had some cooling system issues that we were uh, working through this year and he developed a great uh, swirl pot and expansion tank setup uh, that adam you and i had been kind of talking about earlier on in the season and uh that yeah, helped cool set up yeah. yeah that helped quite a bit and we seem to you know have gotten um past those issues so uh jspec performance they're uh you know they sell parts and are kind of a i guess they're a parts part shop in uh, the greater toronto area you don't know what they do they're, they sell parts. That's their main thing. They're a retail store for parts. Retail store for parts in the greater Toronto area. They're fantastic. They get everything in super quick, and uh, they're a great source for, for anything you need like that. Great source. Ignite Racing Fuel. Um, <laughs> making fun of me. I'm not. You are. Ignite <laughs> Racing Fuel. Uh, we've been using their Ignite Red this year. Um, it, with with most ethanol based fuels um you get you know much better cooling and uh, we were able to make crazy power on that ignite red um so we're super happy about that 
uh, Miller's oil. Uh, we use their, their engine oils and their gearbox oils. Um, we were seeing some crazy low oil pressures at other events other than the Superlap battle this year. We were seeing some, some dips down into the low 30s at Road Atlanta, and we weren't really having really any issues. Eventually, you get so low in oil pressure like we were getting at um, Superlap battle that no oil can can keep up to, you know, basically no oil pressure. But to see see oil pressures down in the low 30s at Road Atlanta and have that motor stay together was, was a good testament to the quality of their oils. Uh, Brian Crower, uh, we we used uh, we use their rods and uh, and our new motor. We're going to be using uh, another set um, another set of their their rods for our new uh, our new sleeve block setup. So we're looking forward to uh, to getting those in. And finally, Supertech uh, Performance. We use uh, we use their valve train products and and they've been great. And as of uh, just a couple of days ago. Um, Haltech ECUs, which uh, Adam oh, nice. and I were talking to um, a couple weeks ago, so we uh, we put a, together a deal with with them, and we're going to be running their um, their Haltech Elite 1500 next year. And uh, some of the um, some of the uh, fail safes and stuff like that that we're going to be able to build into the ECU, as well as traction control and 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 other things, um, should yeah. be should be great because with with that much more power that we're going to make with the the C38R next year, um, traction control will definitely be uh, something that we we're, we're looking forward to setting up. Man, so bigger blower sleeves and traction control, uh, that's going to be interesting. I love it. Should uh, should hopefully equate into a, a few tents last at Gingerman. Hopefully, maybe hopefully. one or two. <laughs> yeah, Haltech just uh, just gave me a great price on uh, on an ECU as well. So I'm I'm looking forward to for for my long term Civic build, the car I was working on. Uh, half an hour ago but, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to to learning about uh about a standalone i've never done one before so you know just just talking to them the last few days and uh, and learning um you know some of the some of the features and stuff like that that we're going to be able Dude, to it's, use yeah it's so crazy it's, it's so gonna, nuts it should be a real game changer for us so uh yeah. you know that's going to be kind of the story of of this winter trying to make cool. more power trying to make the car faster but trying to make it you know more reliable as well because uh you can't you can't, you can't win an event if you're loaded up on the trailer well, i when austin said that he wanted to have both of you guys on i was uh, i was excited because i've seen you guys interact in real life and i thought i wonder if it'll be like uh, i wonder if it'd be like the stepbrothers movie and it was exactly like the stepbrothers exactly movie. Like it. <laughs> i'm glad we didn't disappoint <laughs> uh, it was a it was a crazy season i i, I been been cool to get to know a lot of these uh, competitors get to know you guys and fun uh fun to watch your you know your your efforts pan out uh over i don't know we probably saw a lot of you guys five six seven weekends this year so it was uh, it was cool so i felt like you guys kind of welcomed us in um you know from the first grid life event uh last you know last year when we came and uh um, it's been great hanging out with both of you guys more at all these events this year and, and, you know, really becoming close friends. I've, it's, uh, it's been awesome. Well, we try to welcome everybody, but, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think that that's one of the, you know, the big things about the grid life events is, you know, you look around at, at everyone and everyone's, you know, pretty much friends with everyone. I don't like new friends. Yes. You, <laughs> you just like trying to pretend you don't like new friends. I'm Eric not, actually likes new friends. I'm not welcoming. He's pretty welcoming. <laughs> he just tries to pretend he's an hard ass, but he's deep down, he's pretty soft. You're soft. He didn't argue with that. See, he's welcoming. People come by the pits, ask about the car. I still talk to them for like 20 minutes. Super friendly. Yeah. Ooh, you. Ooh. 
when people come to the pits at a grid life event and ask about the cars, you love telling them about it. No, I don't. He's lying. <laughs> Half well, the time I'm, I say I don't even know who owns this car. <laughs> you don't. I've seen him. I've seen him when he doesn't know that I'm see- watching him, and he's friendly with them. So if anyone wants to come and talk to Eric about the car at an event, feel free. He's not actually as rude. He's not actually as rude as he tries to come off as. <laughs> Pretty good actor. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good actor. That means Adam thinks you're rude. Yeah, he thinks I'm rude. Adam is yeah, so rude. rude. No, you weren't rude to me. <laughs> 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 no, are, are you guys both going to be at PRI at all or no? Eric, are you going to be at PRI? Yeah, I'll be at PRI. Oh, he's going to come. He was, he was, he's been holding off. Chris and I decided we were going to go uh, mostly just for kind of Friday late at night and Saturday last okay. week. And Eric's been kind of playing, beating around the bush saying yes. So I guess you kind of forced a yes out of him. Just yeah, I decided yesterday. I just didn't want to tell you. What I a, wanted you to. What an asshole. <laughs> It's just, it's just like the lap record. He didn't want to tell you. Yeah. He didn't want you to know. I, there's probably so many things he's figured out what we're going to do this off season yet, and I have no idea. He's just going to start cutting or welding or something like that, and I'll be like, he's like, oh, I was going to tell you. but yeah, I got to cut weight out of the car, cut the cheeseburgers out of your diet. That's rude. And then <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll be going fast like crazy. <laughs> oh, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's it's hard to lose weight when you got a baby though. It's gonna be a lot of work for you. Probably more work to get uh, to get James off of cheeseburgers. Babies are stressful, man. <laughs> it was hard to it was hard to lose weight before. I love food. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. I love food. Uh, well, we'll see you guys in a couple of days, I guess. I'll yeah, see yeah, Austin on Wednesday. You guys are both coming. Oh yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. I don't know if we're gonna be there in time for the for the. Uh, mediocre mexican me i should say mediocre I food i still don't know if we're doing fantastic camaraderie mexican i don't know if we're doing that or not <laughs> what's that yeah we're still undecided on if we're doing that or not oh, we should probably just do that there was too many people in that place and it like took forever my shit was cold <laughs> so. yeah. but it was great camaraderie that's the main thing there was a lot of we brought we, should, we brought way too many we people should just have everybody eat beforehand and we'll just go there for drinks and chips and salsa that's, that's a super good idea. That's actually super good. Idea because the chips and salsa were great. I love. Like chips yeah, go, to, and salsa. go to McDonald's like and then come to like come to yeah. Joe's after you went to the to the, the other restaurant you went to. But Walk off your dinner so you're ready for beers when you get to what is it called? Acapulco Joe's. Acapulco <laughs> Joe's. Walk off your dinner so you're ready for beers when you get to Acapulco Joe's. Yeah, we, we uh, that's where we went last year. We went to the year before too, but uh, we tried to get. Um, a room at like a cool, uh, a cool place downtown, and with PRI, it's impossible to get. In yeah, there. especially you know for should, like for like you know, eighty people. You know what you should do now <laughs> is you should book your room for two thousand eighteen for eighty people. We could do that. That's what you should I, do. Whatever. Assuming people still want to hang out with us. Uh, we love probably you guys. Not. We love probably you guys. No, don't say that. Could We've be been putting a mediocre, mediocre podcast, mediocre events. Nobody wants to hang out with us anymore. <laughs> fantastic podcast, fantastic event, mediocre food at Acapulco Joe's, but we still loved it. <laughs> Maybe we just ordered the wrong thing. Yeah, just, just get food elsewhere. Come for the chips. We'll do that. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that sounds, sounds good like to me. And guys, yeah, I can fill up on chips and salsa. It's good shit. All right, Friday night Acapulco Joe's. It's decided. So. Yeah, we're, we're going. going 90 miles an hour on the way there, so we make it in time for chips and salsa. Hey, good enough. We'll figure it out. All right, well, I'm, I'm going to go inside and eat because I'm starving too. So. All right, I'm going to go watch the sunset, suckers. Uh, <laughs> of course you are, Austin. Of course you are. We love you.
<laughs> All right, guys. Well, well we thanks appreciate for having it. us on, guys. It's been See great. Guys. We'll catch you guys later. later. See ya. Can you hear us? Hello? Can you oh, hear us? You we can hear you. Uh, We've been able to hear you for like an hour. The chiropractor? Yeah, <laughs> man. What's the deal with the it's chiropractor? Crazy. She's yeah, fuck that uh, guy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck what guy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on at all. We're good now. Everyone can hear everyone. How how is our sound quality? How's our levels? Sounds good. Levels levels, levels, levels look good. Levels. A little echoey on my end. with Eric here? It's kind of pointing at me a bit. I got to adjust this thing. Here we go. They can hear me. My voice carries. Yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> my voice <laughs> carries. What an asshole. It does. <laughs> Each time I'm like whispering a secret, like 20 people hears it. I'm like, look how dumb that guy looks over there. And that guy turns around. <laughs> <laughs> look at that idiot with the watermelon on his head. <laughs> It's pronounced watermelon. Watermelon. Oh, watermelon. Yeah, in that situation, it's definitely only a watermelon. When I, when I had lost you that day, I was like, Are you guys seen an idiot with a watermelon on his head? And they're like, Nope. And then someone's like, He's at the top of the hill. <laughs> oh, oh, idiot. You mean James. He's over there. <laughs> He's over there. All you, all you had to say was idiot. We knew. Oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, you don't even have to like add the extra descriptives. Hey, who is the dumbest guy here? Have you seen him around? Oh, yeah, he's at the top of the hill. Ouch, ouch, ouch. I mean, that, that might have been too far, Austin. Might have, uh, might have uh, what? No. Like re, refried, refried bean or green bean? I don't I don't quite understand it. Like um, burn, um, refried. What are, we, are we talking about burritos now? We're oh, talking about like how... He's over there talking about bean. <laughs> oh, I see now. Ah. I don't get that one. I don't really hear that. I know how to hear roof. I don't hear roof. I know how to say roof, and I say it correctly, and son of a bitch, I think uh, everybody else is wrong. (laughs) It's like seven U's in roof. (laughs) Man, I'm doing it correct. Come on. That's okay. Adam gives me shit about how I say wolf now. I don't Wolf? Yeah, like wolves. Wolves? Singular for wolves, wolf. Wolf? Yeah, that's right. Wolf. You can't just say wolf. Wolf. I don't remember giving Austin shit about this. I'm tired. Oh, you totally gave me shit about Austin, it. Adam, how do you say wolf? I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds strangely Sorry, we, like roof. If we're roof. recording a podcast, I'll stop working on roll cages for a few minutes. How about that? No, just keep doing it, man. Then when you screw up, you can be like, oh, yeah, it's because I was talking to James. Yeah, it, it's gonna get it's gonna get a little, a little bit loud and weldy here if I keep working. So I'm good. All right. So are, we, are, you, are you recording now or no? Oh yeah, dude, I've been recording for uh, for yeah. quite some time now. All right, Even the chiropractor? I didn't get the chiropractor. I wish I would have.
You should have because he wants to cheat on his girlfriend with his chiropractor. It'd be <laughs> nice if his girlfriend heard it online. <laughs> what's uh, your chiropractor? Said, what's what's his so name? He, no, it's definitely not a him. Wow. And it's not my chiropractor, but I feel like it should be. <laughs> this guy, this guy, Eric, built him an S2000. And he's such an idiot. He's been with the same girl for three years. We were pretty sure that we, she, she, he cheats on her, but we're not confirmed on that. And he says, well, we're not really together. He's like, we haven't had sex in like two weeks. <laughs> I'm like, that doesn't mean you broke up, idiot. <laughs> he's, he's like, it does at my age. He's only like 24. He's like, it does at my age. If that was the case, my wife and I would have broken up like 80 times in the last two years. <laughs> I'm like, I'm very broken up right now. James been broken up since May. <laughs> no, it's better than that, actually. Since December. December so, uh, last year. That's rude. <laughs> yeah, what if your wife listens? Don't talk about this. She's like, I, got what I, I want. know my wife did not listen. I got what I want. I'm out. She's like, yeah. until I'm ready for another one, I don't want your gross ass on top of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to Slip and Go. Oh, shit. That's one so way to open. Before we're actually like, going to post this part. Oh, Austin's totally posting this Probably. somewhere. <laughs> That'll be somewhere. <laughs> what are you going to say? I don't want to disrespect anyone. Well, Adam, Adam and I have talked about starting another podcast and not promoting it at all, just like throwing all of the trash from the other shows into it. I would just record more trash. And just see what happens. Can we edit this part out? Uh, we. I don't know, James. Maybe. What kind of fucking non-video is this? You want a video? <laughs> Turn on video? <laughs> No, you're man. If we do it. video, the sound quality is gonna it's, it's, it's gonna, gonna go start sounding like shit. slip angle. <laughs> it's gonna start sounding like slip angle. Slip angle sounds great. This porn infested computers. Chris spent the whole first uh, time with attackers looking away from his microphone. I like had to cut it for a second. I'm like, Chris, you're supposed to look at your microphone when you're speaking. He's like, No, I don't think it matters. He sounded yeah, like totally he was matters. Actually, like, he's totally like, matters. Talking down Talking yeah, down a hallway through half the first episode. Yeah, tell tell homeboy it matters a lot. It's like the most <laughs> important thing. Homeboy, yeah. he got he got home and like listened to it the next night or whatever. And he's like, I think I gotta look at the mic more next time. I'm like I told you, idiot, That'll dumbass. Oh man, what are we gonna talk about, guys? I don't know, man. Superlap battle, man. good life or season recap, all that good jazz. Really? I want to hear about that. Was filled with air changing caskets. Okay, can we just so start many. this shit? Started or? All right, it's gonna be it. You ready? Oh. You ready? Oh. Okay, go. All right, cool. Five, four, three, two, one.